so there I was, out in Tenaris, again, with my little baby rogue, who is no longer a baby. He has recently dinged level 60, but I was still out in Tenaris, and I was there for the lockboxes that are surrounded by the many pirates in the cave. The cave pirates. You know who I mean. The reason I wanted to get my lockpicking up to speed prior to hitting Outlands. I wanted him all nice and as maxed as he could get prior to going out to Outlands. So I hit the pirate cave. And I'm stealthing around, picking lockboxes, and the mobs are of no bothersome to me at this point. And while I'm doing this, I see a lockbox and clear my way through it. There are a couple of pirates hanging around it. <laughs> no problem. I go out there, I clear the mobs, and I get the lockbox. And the next thing I see in chat is someone yelled out, yelled, big red letters, all in caps, with spaces in between, someone typed out, ICE HOLE! And everyone around in the area did that meerkat kind of move, where everyone kind of sat up and looked around going, what? Huh? Was that at me? Well, turns out it was at me! And I turn around and there is this undead rogue, level 52 undead rogue, right behind me. And a couple of things run through my mind in a very short amount of time. My first thing was, oh no, you did not. The second thing was, wait a minute, you know, I didn't steal this lockbox. I cleared the mobs to get to it. So it wasn't like I ninja'd it. He was trying to ninja it for me. And was a little uh, ticked off, apparently, that I beat him to the punch to open it. And is looking at me. Undead rogue. Ice hole. Now I could have gotten upset about this. I could have been in a twist. I could have told this guy to sod off. Instead, I was reminded of the words of Big V and politely typed back in, Dude, you just need to go eat a ham sandwich. And I stealthed off. Now here's the funny part. Here's the funny part of this story. I regale my guildies with said tale. And a few minutes later, one of my guildies types in, Hmm, ham sandwich. You know, that sounds really good. I'm going to be back later. I'm going to go make me a ham sandwich. <laughs> so you see, ga game events can transpire to solve real-life hunger, apparently. That's, that's the message that we have here for you today. But it just kind of bothered me a little bit. Not that much. And honestly, I was amused by my response, I gotta tell you, because it was very fresh in my head. If you heard our anniversary show, it was it was actually a little clip we had included uh, from a long time ago, and, and I just couldn't resist saying it to this guy, because he was so upset. He was so upset that, how dare I take this lockbox that I legitimately cleared the path to and unpick. So, to Rami... On the Mandron server, I did not catch a guild name, so I don't know if he has one or not. But to you, I repeat, <laughs> you just you just need to go eat a ham sandwich, dude. You just need to go chill out and stop trying to ninja lockboxes, all right, bud? And I gotta say, I was a little disappointed, a little disappointed that this guy was a horde. Because, you know, he'd be well better adjusted player if he just listened to. Don't, 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 don't,
Welcome to For the Horde Radio, episode 23. We're back. First, thank you to everyone for downloading and listening. If you are a return listener, thank you, thank you very much for listening again. If you are a new listener, we hope you enjoy the show. And yes, we are back. We are back from summer vacations. We are back from anniversary specials. We are back from awesomely cool interviews with... Baka Savant and Chronicle of the Annoying Quest people. And if you have not heard this yet, I suggest you go listen to it. If you don't know what Chronicle of the Annoying Quest is, we will pick up the rock you've been hiding under and that is also on the website and point you in that direction. Uh, They're also on YouTube. You can catch or you can check out their own website. And all of this cool information will be up on our website. But it's been an exciting summer. We hope you have had fun yourself. And now we are back. We are back on schedule. And we are back to talk about things, important things that we feel should be talked about. And the first important thing we are going to discuss. Yeah. Yep. Wrath of the Lich King. Da, 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 da. Yes, Wrath of the Lich King. Now I know some of you are going, oh no, no, I don't want to hear it. I am so sick of hearing about Wrath of the Lich King. And you should be, because that's all anyone's talking about. Everybody's talking about Wrath of the Lich King. And we are not about this. We're going to talk about it too. Mainly because one of them. <laughs> Well, we're going to get to this a little later in the show, but that awesomely cool cinematic. If you haven't seen this, go check that out, too. But we're going to touch upon that a little later on in the show. First, though, with regards to Wrath, we are going to talk about everyone's favorite topic, which is Death Knights. Oh, yes, Death Knights. Everybody wants a Death Knight. I want a Death Knight. I'm very excited about the Death Knights. I think it is a cool idea. And I am both excited that they're coming out and also dreading that they are coming out. I am excited for the obvious reasons because it's new. It's new. It's different. It's going to be cool. I am dreading it because anyone who was... Anyone who went from pre-Burning Crusade to Burning Crusade knows what I'm talking about. It's going to be hell. It is going to be hell. Not just the Death Knights. Also, for anything you want to do out in Northern, the first couple of weeks, first month of getting the expansion, it's just going to be rock'em, sock'em, robot action trying to get your quest done. It's going to be, it's, oh. But Death Knights, I think, are going to be the worst for it because everyone who has a 70, both sides, are going to roll one. Anyone who has anything over 55 is going to roll one. And you're going to have Death Knights crawling all over the place and the starting area wherever they're going to start out the little death knights they're going to put you in a holding pen kindergarten for death knights they're going to put you there and you're going to go through the motions now you know what's going to happen you know what's going to happen they're going to send you on these quests go kill eight not six not ten eight of something go pick up four of these go ki- get me ahead 
gonna have to have to get someone's head. Promise you you're gonna, you're, here's my prediction of what you'll have to do. No idea about quests, but you're gonna have to kill eight of something. You're gonna have to find plans of something. You're gonna have to get someone's head and bring it back. Those are the three staples to any new area. Eight plans head. And this will be going on, And but what's, what's dreading is it's gonna be, everyone is gonna be trying to do this in the same spot. You're not gonna be able to find your target to kill because everyone else has gotten to it first. They should have a turnstile. A velvet rope and a turnstile, just like, like at an amusement park or something where you go in and oh wait wait we're full hang on everyone's got to kill their eight of this all right everyone all right rise over okay next come on come on you have your ticket you know that's gonna have to be how it is because it's gonna be insane and i am so not looking forward to it and it's gonna be the same out in northern end too yes it is it is gonna be the same fight to the death politeness out the window you know this is why i think this is the true reason I think they set up the island of Misfit Toys. The island of Queldonis. This is why I think they set this up. Not to shut the 70s up, which is <laughs> what we all believe they did. It was a shut the, shut the hell up, 70s, whiny little bastard. Shut, here, 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 here's a whole island for you to play on, okay? Happy now? Shut up, you whiny little thing. Anyway, that's not the reason. No, it was to prepare you. It was to prepare you mentally and game-wise physically for the task of being a Death Knight and or going out to Northern End, where you have to step on everyone in front of you to get to your target. Politeness has got none, none of that, oh, I see you running to it, no, you get it first, hell no, mine, mine, vicious out there, we have talked about that, vicious, vicious place. It's going to be the same thing. So I think that's why they initially started it. To get you prepared to step over your own mother to get that rock that you need for the quest. No matter who is in your way. No matter what faction is in your way. They don't care. Mine. So I think that's part of the reason why they did that. That's just a speculation on my part. But I think that could be why. So I'm not looking forward to the aggravation that will come from this. Actually, when BC came out, I did. It was just too insane. I remember it being just so insane. That, combined with being in an insane guild at the time, um, made me leave the game for about three months. And when I came back, rare to go, it was a combination of events, but that was one of them was coming into Burning Crusade and being able to do nothing. Well, it wasn't that I couldn't do it. It was just like, good luck trying. Good luck, sister, giving this a try. Yeah, you go right ahead. You try to find that boss when you have a line of Alliance and Horde all waiting to get his head, and there's only one of them. Insane. So I left for three months, and when I came back, it was far easier to do these things. Because by this point, everyone had moved on. And I very happily skipped along and was able to do the quest at long last. I, I predict a very similar situation happening with Wrath. So that's the first thing about Wrath. But I'm not looking forward to, but I am, because I really want to see these Death Knights. And speaking of Death Knights, I did. I, I took a peek. Because up until this point, I really have not looked at any of the background stuff and well by the way if uh if you're one of those people who's like no 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 i don't want to know anything about it well 
I mean, this isn't really spoiler because honestly, this is available on any website, including Blizzard. And also keeping in mind, nothing of this is in stone until the game comes out. And even then it's not in stone. Blizzard can change their mind in a patch. So nothing is in stone, but this is a kind of overview, temptation, teaser, if you will, about what is coming up with the Death Knights as far as talents and as far as spells, which I kind of looked at, okay. I admit, I looked at it. And the one thing I'm noticing with the talents is, can I just throw this out there for any of you? And and you might disagree with me on this, but I, I'm standing on my point here. Is anyone looking at these talents and thinking that they're not going to spec Unholy? Because in my opinion, the Unholy talent spec for a Death Knight is the coolest thing. It is the coolest thing you have ever seen. The Unholy talent spec. You summon gargoyles, you're doing all... Best is the the 81, like like when you get all the way to the top of the tree, which I like is because it has one of those uh, you know, swarming insects, which is from the original Warcraft game. Warcraft 3 had that, and it was a cool. That was like your uber spell when you were in, you know, because obviously Warcraft 3 plays totally different than this game, but it was the same thing. You unleashed all these you know, plaguey insects, and they went and attacked, and it was like your uber spell for that character. It was cool. And I'm really happy to see they've resurrected it in this talent spec. So in looking at this, it's like, yeah, does anyone want to do anything else? <laughs> so not only are you going to have a slew of Death Knights, you're going to have a slew of unholy specced Death Knights <laughs> coming out of everywhere. Four Death Knights and a Priest go into an instance. I mean, that's pretty much going <laughs> to be what it is. But the other thing I noticed, so that's just one little point that I wanted to say. Uh, I think the Unholy Talent Spec is going to be, I think, the most popular. Hell, you can summon a gargoyle. Hello, yes. <gasps> I am so excited. If I could ever do the quest to get up there to get the talent points. But anyway, as an aside, as a brief aside, I'm sorry. I just had a train of thought here while I was talking about this. I still say they're setting you up in Yodel Pants. They can sit there and tell you. However much they could say, oh, it's going to be uncommon gear. That is just another way to say it's going to be the level 55 equivalent of a Yodel Pants set. Yodel Pants and a stick is what you will have. I really think you're going to, you ain't going to look cool. Don't think you're going to look cool. Sure, you can see all the pictures people are putting up everywhere. And you can see all that. I don't care how many spikes it's showing you have on you now. When you actually get there, you're going to be in the Yodel set. Yes, you are with the rest, with the other 10 zillion other Death Knights in their Yodel set. We're going to all look like little carbon copies because everyone's going to have the same little armor and everyone's doing the same quest. So y'all get the same quest rewards. Yay. We'll be little, little clones being churned out of the area. But that was just an aside. I still am standing on the Yodel pant idea because Blizzard cannot stay away from it. They love doing it too much. They really love doing it. So they can say, it's uncommon gear. Uh-huh. Right. Anyway, back to spells. And I'm looking over the spells. And these are spells, apparently, that all Death Knights get as they progress. Which, a lot of them are very cool. It's very interesting to see kind of the, the hybrid they've used. It looks a lot like, you know, a warlock mixed in with a tank, mixed in with... A bunny or something, but it's really cool. <laughs> the one spell that has caught my attention, and here's why I'm thinking me and Blizzard have definitely got a miscommunication problem happening. It is your mega spell. It's when you hit level 80. 
your uber top of the line spell and it's called army of the dead and the description of the spell reads summons an entire legion of your best ghouls to fight by your side an entire legion now you know what i'm thinking you know what i'm thinking i'm thinking you're standing there with five 80 elite uber guys in front of you and you go ha oh yes taste my army of undead and you wiggle your fingers or do whatever you're going to do and a zillion ghouls appear behind you covering the landscape you can't see the landscape for the amount of ghouls that you have just summoned they go so far back they're onto the next continent people out in out in brill all of a sudden are going to be up to their ears in ghouls because it's your army that's how far back it's spread that's what i'm thinking they're saying when they say legion that's what i'm thinking this entire like you can't see for the amount of ghouls that you have behind you. You know what it's gonna be, don't you? You know what it's gonna be. You're gonna stand there with the 580 elites before you and go, ha ha, and cast this spell, and two level 10 skeletons are gonna show up rolling their heads off the shoulder. Yep, because you know skeletons like to do, they like to roll their heads off the shoulder, which by the way, I think it's a great little move that Blizz put in, but anyway, that's what you're gonna get. It won't even be a ghoul. No, it'll be two level 10 skeletons. That's what you'll get. I think. Blizzard and I are having a wee bit miscommunication already, and the thing hasn't come out yet, because I'm very sure my definition of what a legion is and their definition of what a legion is are two very separate things. I already know this. I'm having grand illusions, though, of the entire landscape behind me being filled with my undead army, and I'm telling you, it's going to be two... Okay, fine, two level 10 ghouls are going to show up. Well, the skeletons are more fun because they do roll their heads off their shoulders, so I, I love that movie. You ever watch them? If you haven't seen this, watch a skeleton long enough. They'll do it. It's great. But only NPCs, not when you're a skeleton. No. No, you don't get to roll your own head off your shoulders. No, only the other ones do. But anyway, so that's just something I'm thinking is going to be bordering on the line of disappointment <laughs> when it actually hits. I'm having a feeling that's going to be one of those things that... Well, I misunderstood, Blizz, sorry. But anyway, so that's what I wanted to talk about with Wrath and with Death Knights. And we'll try to stay away from this. It's one of those things everyone's talking about it. Because, of course, right? I remember the same thing with Burning Crusade. Everyone talked about it. And that was all anyone could talk about. And it got to the point of like, oh, shut up already. I don't, wanna, I don't care. Just bring the stupid game out. So we'll see. But I had to share that little, my, my own little opinion about predictions of what's going to come up soon with Wrath. In either case, I'm sure uh, once it does hit, then we'll be on here talking about everything that sucks about it. So, more things to look forward here at For the Horde Radio. Now, earlier in the show, very top of the show, we mentioned Blizz has done a really gorgeous cinematic of Wrath of the Lich King. And if you haven't seen it, check it out because it is exquisite it's the only way to, it's just exquisite blizz just does fabulous work when it comes to their cinematics let's face it however in watching this we here at for the horde radio found we, we found a separate audio track while we were watching this it was very very faint extremely faint so we went ahead and we brought it in and 
and and we what we did was we pumped it up we pumped up the volume on this this very quiet audio track in the background that we thought we heard and we're here to present it to you now for the things that you may have missed while watching this absolutely fabulous cinematic that Blizz did. So, so there's a little bit of audio that we think you may have missed while watching that. So we're going to play just the audio for you here. What we are going to do is we're going to put this up as a separate, as its own little file up on the website so that if you are so inclined, you can match it up to the actual cinematic just because let's face it it is it is for a visual that you're seeing so you may want to do that but but all we can do here is of course just bring you the audio so we'll let you listen and see if you can hear there's a very faint subtle little bits that we picked up when we watched the cinematic My son, the day you were born, the very forests of Lordaeron whispered the name Arthas. Oh, great, those pants were only a hundred years old. Oh, damn, my legs fell. Sleep. Alright, what's new for today? Ooh, big news. It snowed. What are they talking about, crabgrass? I don't have any crabgrass. Okay, northeast corner of the new patio goes here. My child. Dad, I watched with pride as you grew into a weapon to you. La, 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 of la, la, righteousness. Oh, 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 my back. Oh, my back. Our line has always ruled with wisdom and strength. You're talking from your grave again. And I know. You will show restraint when exercising your great power. Damn. They told me there was something wrong with the septic tank. Why didn't I listen? Okay, first of all, you don't look good. I think you should, I think you should lie down. I'm not gonna tell a dragon what to do, but you just don't look healthy. Hey, where you going? Where you going? Hi. Um, we're here about the ad. You placed an ad for a landscaper? But the truest victory, my son, is stirring the hearts of your people. have come to an end. Try these contacts, he says. What are they made of, I say? Try ice, he says. 
What? What? Oh. Were you able to pick them out? Were you able to just pick them out there? And like I said, it's it's very, very subtle, very little things that were put in that you may not have noticed the first time. So we brought them here for you, and we we hope you enjoy. And again, we're gonna have that up separately as its own little file. Uh, if you want to match it up to the actual visual, turn the sound down on on the movie and, and play our sound instead. So, and on that note, uh, I think it's time we went into our first music break because that's what we do here at this time. That is what we do. Now, a few shows ago, actually, I've been kind of getting these emails here and there. Some of you, uh, many, 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 many shows ago, I had played for you guys some very old stuff that I had thrown together with a music program that I, this is what I did before WoW. And some of you have come back to me and said, hey, you know what, I really enjoyed those. You should play more. So to answer you and to make you see why I don't play them very often, we'll shut you up. We'll play one for you here now. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh huh. What do you think of that? Show you why I don't put up my own music. Actually, you're going to suffer for this show because, well, I think everyone took off for the summer. Couldn't find anything on GarageBand. Nope. I looked. I was I was crawling all over that. I'm, I was even going into, like, folk music. I couldn't find anything. Well, at least nothing that I liked, which is my, my measure for what I play on the show. So you are stuck. Yes, you are. You are stuck listening to Vintage Anti-Ed Collection. That was Rockabye by me. And if you think that was scary, if you think that was frightening and, and scary, where do you get a load of this? 
Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn with your host, Big V. Big V. Big V. Big V. You know, we had that whole Olympic thing kind of happening in the battlegrounds. Yes. Not too long ago. And uh, they had, uh, you know, fabulous prizes for all. Except uh, you. <laughs> except me. <laughs> I'm yes, not everybody got fabulous prizes. I got a freaking tabard. Well, everyone got two of them. Oh, you got two. I got two tabards. That's right. All one right. for the cap, one for uh, Tammy Wynette. Okay. However, did I get a dragon pet? Did I get a spiffy little dragon to follow me around? No, I did not. Now, is the cow pissed about this? Well, the cow was afraid he'd step on one, but you know, Tammy kind of wanted one. Miss Fancy Pants, yeah, she kind of wanted a dragon. I wanted one for her. I mean, hey, and I live to serve. There was no dragon to be had. And apparently, I've heard different reports on this. Apparently, you had a 50% chance every time you won a battleground of getting one of these things. I'm glad I wasn't in Vegas because, you know, it was coming up snake eyes for me, let me tell you. Bad. No dragons. Lots of wins, but not one flying lizard to follow me around. I mean, I got, I mean, seriously, I was getting some... I was getting some of those things, you know, those things they give you, you know, like coasters or whatever they are. You <laughs> set your drink on it. Oh, uh, you, I don't know. You play mahjong with the things. I don't know, but um, apparently they're useful somewhere. They are um, useful. They're useful in the. Uh, oh, what the heck is it called? That's that. Oh, that place that, in that, org. Yeah, that place in org. I forgot what we call uh, it. We call it something, and I forgot what it is. But you used to back in my day. You used to. <laughs> true you couldn't even go in you couldn't even walk in the front door unless you were a certain rank you know actually i remember that you remember that uh, yeah yes i do i remember because uh back in my uh, alliance days bows his head as he says it in shame but i remember going in trying to go into the one in uh, stormwind was and it's like a pub or something and you can't go in mm-hmm. just like yes you cannot it was like it was that big red vortex Yes. You know, mm-hmm. that, you know, <laughs> you cannot enter. <laughs> so I didn't go in. And um, now that I've been in there, it's confusing as hell, really. I mean, if you're not one of these, oh, or maybe I'm just stupid. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I think I'm just an idiot. Um, <laughs> very large, very large axe, very small brain. I go in there and, oh, there's just tons of gear. Tons. Yeah. For the cow, there's nothing he uses. There's absolutely nothing there for him. I mean, it's, there's some gear that says, huh, reduces the cooldown on your intercept. I think I have intercept, don't I? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's in Berserker stance. Oh, yeah, that one gets a lot of use from me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll whip out the pole arm, which, well, let's face it, it just cracks me up to say pole arm. But anyway, so I, I took the cow into the battlegrounds, and the cow is miserable miserable at doing that stuff. I mean, it took him out to eye of the storm. Oh, dear God. I have never seen such an exercise in flagellation in my entire life. I mean, we run here, we stand around, we hit stuff, and we keep hitting stuff, and we keep hitting stuff, and nothing ever dies. And eventually you win. Oh, good. We won. You know, the screen changes. And you see, you won. Congratulations, you won. Oh, what did he what did he win? He won 
you know, three coasters. Great. Let me throw these over here with the rest of my coasters that, you know, if I get 30 of each of these things, you know, I can get a special caterpillar mount. <laughs> Let's face it. The only thing that a Tauren can ride is a Kodo. Have you seen how freaking ridiculous a cow looks on those things out in uh, Isla Caldanas? I mean, I get, I you know, hop oh, on the, there the, when the I flying feel, things. The flying things, okay, yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. What other flying things are out there? <laughs> you know, the bombing run. That one, yeah. Yeah, that one. The flying things. I don't know what the hell they are. I mean, but well, I know one thing. I look absolutely freaking ridiculous on them. Because here I am sitting there, and it's like I'm wrestling with a thing. I mean, you got these big honking legs hanging off around his neck, and you're holding on to something, and it just, A, it looks uncomfortable, really. And B, I'm wondering how that, I mean, that, that thing's got to be a hoss to fly a cow around. But anyway. I got to admit, it looks like any second the cow is going to just kind of go whoop and like hang upside just, down him. Yeah, it does, <laughs> like really. slide under and just be holding on from upside down. Seriously. I mean, it, it looks exactly like that. I mean, the only mount that a Tarn really looks good on is a Kodo. But apparently, if I get enough of these coasters and my drink hasn't seeped through them onto the table so badly that you can't recognize what they are anymore, I can turn 90 of those things in and I can get a swift war amount of warring. A swift black one. Okay, well, cool. Am I going to look as ridiculous on that as I do the flying thing out and uh, <laughs> out in the aisle? If so, I'm thinking not so much. No, no, I'll save those or something else. Say all that to say this. The Madge does really well out there. And I've said this before, and, you know, the hockey fans out there will get this. I'm the Sean Avery of the Battlegrounds. My job out there is just to harangue, harass, and annoy. I'm going to turn you into a sheep. Boom. Yep. Oh, where'd that come from? You now the guy's looking around. Now, yeah, okay, they'll turn me into a sheep. Okay, sheep's going to break. Trinkets out. Bing. Boom, you're a sheep again. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, right, now we're done. So, you're tired of being a sheep? Yeah, because after a while, your sheeping gets kind of unpredictable. You don't know when the thing's going to break. Here, let me do arcane missiles. And, you know, just flinging blue bolts of arcane thing at them. And, you know, then they come, then they make it up to me and they kill me. <laughs> uh, I'm very realistic about my lifespan in the battlegrounds. I mean, it's pretty much just I'll last as long as it takes them to catch up to me after I've hit blink. Now, I should, you know, if I were any good at this, I should be able to kite them around and kill them. I'm not really wired so much that way. It's like cast this, blink, cast something else, run a little bit, yeah, get cut in half. Get hit with a stick. Or, my favorite, get stun-locked. Uh-huh. I want the 50 rogues that inhabit Warsong Gulch. Warsong Gulch, to me, is, I'm sorry, it's just the worst form of MMO masturbation I've ever seen in my entire life. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But, interestingly enough, you know, the Madge is pretty good at it. So, you know, <laughs> what's that say about her, you know? So... He wonders how he gets how he got to this point, but he uh, he turns around and he sees the hall of whatever it is in org behind him and says, "Ah, let's talk about that." 
the Madge gear in there is awesome. Oh, man, it's great. It's fun for the whole family. <laughs> it really is. You're looking at it, and it's like, oh, man, what am I going to blow all these points on anyway? Oh, this is going to be awesome. Wait, where are my coasters? Give me my coasters. Okay, let me buy this. You know, and seriously, it's kind of like going to the carnival because, you know, you got like three tickets. You know, you can buy some, you know, cheap-ass stuffed animal that, you know, I don't know, was probably used to transport something at some point. But you say, okay, yeah, give me that one. I'll take that. Are you really going to wear the tabard? Are you really going to drink the potion? Now, for me, I'm in a battlegrounds. Potions? Uh, Battlegrounds are a waste of potions for me because, I mean, I've got the, uh, I've got the lifespan of a cicada. You know, I mean, <laughs> he's there for a minute and he's dead. And he comes back, you know, 21 seconds later. So anyway, I'm looking at all this groovy stuff. And, you know, then, of course, there are the welfare epics. And I'm okay with that. You know, there are, I'm sure there are folks out there who might say, ah, well, yes, they're welfare. You know, you just get them for being there. You don't win them in the arena. And no, I don't because I suck at PvP. So, yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to take that and eat the government cheese. Thanks. <laughs> the handout. Yeah, the I'll hand take the hand. I'll take the handout. So, yeah, I'm really kind of excited about getting her uh, back in there. Really, actually getting a decent set of armor because I'm looking at that stuff going, man, I put all that stuff on, I fling one fireball? Sure, man, that, that's going to be it. I mean, even, you know, her BO is going to be deadly. But of course, <laughs> she's a blood elf, and, you know, so she wouldn't stink at all. No, not at all. I mean, she'd sweat sugar, I'm certain. But anyway, so, yeah, having fun out there with uh, the battlegrounds. Just, just you know, hey. Flinging a spell, dying, res. <laughs> fling a spell, die, res. Fling a spell, ooh, clear cast and fling another one. Die, res. res. <laughs> yeah. Man, seriously, it's it's the ultimate rinse, you know, wash, rinse, and repeat. But the thing that I have been doing lately, it's like I said before, you know, the past two weeks I've been in the game for about an hour. You know, everybody, I'm pretty sure everybody in off the air is looking around going, what, what, wasn't, there a, wasn't there a cow around here at one point? <laughs> Didn't somebody just keep saying moo all the time? It was annoying as hell, but where'd he go? <laughs> He's still in the guild? Dear God. So... <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to professions. Somehow. Yes, yes somehow. <laughs> somehow that brings us to professions. Okay. And, uh... <laughs> I love this chain of thought. We started with the Olympics. Let us recap where we have gone so far. We started with the Olympics. We started with the Olympics, which led, led us to the battlegrounds, which led us to mounts... And how ridiculous Tar and look on them, which led us more to battle, more to more battlegrounds, battlegrounds, to the Madge, who, and then you know, back to me not being able to play the game. Now the profession thing is, as most of you know, I changed my Hearthstone recently, and uh, well, <laughs> I've picked up my own profession. Thank you, and um, that has uh, kind of curtailed my forays into uh, into Azerothian endeavors, as it were. At any rate, when I've been in, the uh, the biggest thing that I've been doing is uh, my professions. Because I'm really wanting to gear up for Wrath. You know, I want to be ready. I mean, particularly the cow. I mean, I want the cow to be firing on all cylinders and ready to go. Once the expansion comes out, I want to have it. Um, I mean, he's, you know, going to be... You know, lean, mean, bovine machine. Just ready to go. And that entails leveling up my crappy profession. <laughs> <laughs> 
which I think I've mentioned is blacksmithing, which is sort of like if you're a blacksmith, it's kind of like being the being Sisyphus. You know that dude that roll the rock up you know the hill every day, and at the end of the day, like roll back up, roll back down the hill. The next day, he rolls the rock up the hill again. <laughs> That's pretty much what it's like to be a blacksmith. Because as it is right now, I mean, I know that there are weapons. You know, Cal's a weaponsmith too, so it's. That's the thing with the higher level stuff in your professions, like only you can use them. You know, sort of like being an engineer. Only an engineer can use these things. Oh, ah, crap. Uh, I, yeah, that just drives me nuts. Yeah, I mean, I was going to do armor smithing because I thought, hey, I can make armor and I can sell it and it'll be awesome. And Well, yeah, but the stuff that you can make, only you can wear. How nice! Uh, only an armor smith can only an armor smith can so wear. Stupid. I was like, well, okay, well, What's the what point? the hell kind of payoff is this? Yeah. The crap that I can get, <laughs> you know, this is not so much crappy armor of crappiness, but it's damn close. <laughs> so I said, okay, weaponsmith, yes. So I completed the weaponsmith quest. It was dreadful, uh, but it was made not nearly as dreadful. And I gotta throw I gotta throw in my shout out here um, because I've been meaning to shout out for a while now. So here we go. Here we Here's go. a shout out. Yes. Okay, we're ready. We're ready. Okay, I got a shout out for uh, my buds in the Off the Air Guild, particularly Gnome Tipper and Snorky, because they have sent me so many mats. I mean, I've just, like, found out about, I mean, I've opened my mailbox, and yeah, hey, there's thorium bars. Hey, here's some ore. Here's this. Here's this kind of stone. I mean, they have been keeping me stocked. And, you know, they, you know how it goes. I mean, you're in, you're in guild chat, and you're bitching about, you know, pr- your profession. Oh, God, this is horrible, because, you know, you know, we play the game because it's no fun at all. You know? Uh, <laughs> so, you God, so. Oh, That's all we do is complain uh, about it. So yeah, really. Right. I mean, seriously, I mean, the question is, you know, why the hell do we play it? I mean, if it's so dreadful. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyway, you're in guild chat, and all your little green letters are coming up, and they're talking about how miserable you are with your professions and such you know you know they've just said bam oh well let me go check on one of my alts and i'll see if, I, I think i've got some of those hey hang on a minute gnome tipper logs off he logs back in says all right it's on the way two stacks of whatever it was i was bitching about not having and uh, snorky did the same thing and not only that not only them but uh, preach of uh, off the air went out i um, changed his spec and went out and uh, farmed cores of earth for me. I think out in Silithus. Just went out, changed the spec, went out, did it. He says, man, are you going to do this as a protection warrior? Are you insane? <laughs> like, I did pick blacksmithing. And in like two days, I had a ton of those things just sitting in my bank. So specifically, Gnome Tipper, Snorky, and Preach, you guys rock. Thank you for keeping me in mats when you most certainly did not have to. Uh, so I really do appreciate it. You have helped the cause. And, um, you know, also, on the Madge side of things, eh, here's a shout-out to you, Annie Ed, because you have farmed a buttload, a metric buttload, as it were, of runecloth for me out in uh, uh. <laughs> out in wherever the hell we farmed it that right, day. Right, right. You know, I just you know, I pop into my look, and Madge looks in her mailbox, and, you know, here's a bunch of runecloth. Here, have some more. Oh, my 
my god. You know, so, you know, I feel like the kid at Christmas, you know, because it's like I'm always I'm getting stuff to unwrap. It's awesome. Anyway, that being said, thanks, guys, for all the mats. And thank you, Annie Ed, for the cloth. You guys rock. And I'm making the rock on sign right now, and you can't see it, but, but just there you it know, is. Yes. So now that I've totally thrown that in there, and, uh, you know, really it's... You know, it's in the wrong part of the show now. But there it is. <laughs> but that's okay. Yes. Um, and through the magic of editing, View from the Barn will actually take uh, shape, form, and fashion, as it were. No. But, um, yeah, we, <laughs> nah, we think. we won't be doing that. Thank you. Nah, hell no. We're going to do it with this insane stream of consciousness. Absolutely. That you're doing right now. Exactly. We want our listeners to feel like they're taking the journey with us. And I shouldn't be the only one on this insane ride from hell. They're coming with me. Insane ride (laughs) from hell. Insane ride through consciousness. Insane ride. Damn right. Through consciousness. Yeah. Right. Didn't you just do boiling blood again? (laughs) Again. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. That'd be for the third time? Yep. And you're talking about me being insane? <laughs> I'm the crazy one. No, no. It is I who am mad. You are insane, madam. <laughs> I'm totally skipping over that one when, you know, the madge gets out there. You can forget that. Mm-mm. No, no boiling blood for me. If I boil blood, it'll be my own. Boiling I mean, and that's a fine price to pay for it, too, for skipping that quest, might I add. Yeah, because it is a, I believe it's a chain, part of a chain. It is. Yeah. It's a long chain, and it's a chain that wraps itself around your leg, you know. Cutting like the one, like, like the one that's wrapped around Jacob Marley. Thank you very much. You know, you belong in the rubber room with me. Okay, well, that's why we do the show, anyway. That's why we do the show, because there we are, bouncing, uh, yeah. bouncing around. Jello, I want more Jello, thank you. Mine doesn't have a grape in the center. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway. And tater tots, tater tots, damn it. Oh, God, professions. The blacksmithing, I want the cow to have it ready to go. I mean, I want when I get the expansion, I want him out there. The the first node he gets to, I want him to be able to mine it. You do know that there will be that ten zillion alliance and horde crawling all over it like ants over food at a picnic, right? <laughs> oh, I didn't say when I was gonna. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, you know, yes. When it comes out, I want him to be able to. I didn't say I was going to. Oh, okay, okay. Hell no, I'm not doing that until later. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> just because, you know, I've heard the stories, you know, about when Outland uh, opened up. Oh. And uh, I'm not sure I want any part of that. I mean, it's it, it sounds like it's like doing quests and chat. Oh, and I'm wondering when... Um, Maybe I'll just do fishing. I mean, I'm going to have to... T- yeah, there you I'll go. I'll just fish until it all calms down and I get my <laughs> fishing up to speed. There you go. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, I could do the fishing dailies. And just think, you know, there's going to be people running by. I mean, good grief. There are going to be so many death knots running by, and you're just going to be standing there fishing. Hi, guys. How we doing? <laughs> Ooh, look, deviant fish. Yeah, right. <laughs> there goes another death knot. All right. Ooh, school of sage fish. Tammy, uh, Tammy's ready. She's get, she's about ready for uh, Outland. She uh, leveled up her tailor into 300. And the enchanting, which... Oh, oh I hear you. 
I know, and you know, when you're a tamer, there's something. What are you gonna do? I've I've seen people say, "Oh, take herbalism." What? I'm gonna pick weeds and can't do anything with it? That's just taking a bag space. Oh, you can sell them for a profit. Well, if you know how to do the auction house, sure. But look who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just bleh. tailoring's cool. I mean, I can make bags. I mean, you've got to have uh, nasto, you know, mats for the good ones. But, you know, you can make things that are nice. Um, and since the Madge is a fire Madge, you know, there are some things that are good. There are other things that are, they're good for other Madges, but not me. <laughs> the profession I've not seen a whole lot out of, though, is uh, jewel crafting. There are a ton of people that do it, apparently. But, I mean, is there a profit to be made from it? Actually, I think the, um, from what I'm under, from what I understand, it's more of the jewel cutting than it is the actual making stuff that really sets them apart. Now, I don't know, I've only, I did it once on Adrena and, you know, I didn't, I didn't inhale, but no, I just, I mean, it went away with the Drana. You know? <laughs> the profession that's the most fun, really, I think, is engineering. I mean, you got all that cool stuff, but it's getting to the point where you have the cool stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I'm just... Uh, Let's just I'm say just, they all suck and be done with it. They don't just suck. They suck and blow at the same time. Yep. <laughs> Ain't nobody happy with their profession, I think. No matter what they choose, they always got to... Oh, God, I got to get all this. Skinning exactly. is probably the easiest. Oh, sure. Skinning has got to be one of the easiest ones to do because it's damn near everything you kill as a skin. Not all, not everything. It's amazing what you think may have a skin that does not. Yeah, you know, gnomes have skins. I know, and, and yet but we have not been able to do so. We haven't been able to yeah, skin a gnome and make a bag out of them yet. Seriously, I mean, it would be like a little sporin. I've seen sporins that have, like... The, the badger head on them, on the front flap. I mean, just think, you can have a little gnome head. I mean, that'd be awesome. And you know, you starch his, musta his handlebar mustache up enough, you pull it open like that. There you go. Yeah. Look at this, we got it all worked out. We do. I mean, well, come on. We're for the Horde Radio. Damn it. <laughs> and that was our ever-favorite view from the barn with Big V. And we thank Big V for doing that for us. I have to share with you a revelation I had. Yes, I had a revelation. What revelation was this? I believe I have discovered why Thrall now sits in the throne. Let me do a little recapping here. For the longest time, Thrall in Orgrimmar had a throne. You go into the throne room, you see Thrall standing there with all these other NPCs, all these other named characters that if you played Warcraft before you remember. And there's Thrall up there by his throne. And he was standing before it for the longest time. And then, oh, I don't even know when, I don't know, maybe a year ago, probably Burning Crusade or even before Burning Crusade, Thrall is sitting down in the throne. He was standing before it, now he's sitting down. And it was one of those things that I never really paid too much attention to until recently. And I think I know why. And I'm going to share it with you. I'm warning you now, there's going to be a little bit of spoilage happening here. And you may just want to fast forward through this part. But 
But the rest of you who have some curiosity, or perhaps you're a little interested if you haven't reached the Caverns of Time part yet, and are going, hmm, what happens? I'm going to tell you a little bit about what happens. Because what happens is the key to this mystery. It is the key, the, the pinnacle point as to why Thrall is sitting in the throne now. Allow me to explain a little bit. Caverns of Time, Old Hillsbrand. And by the way, if you have not done this, this is a lore hound's dream. This instance is a lore hound's dream. And if you have no interest in lore whatsoever, I still recommend you check it out. If you've gone in and just did the quests and left, you're missing a lot. Go to South Shore because, hey, it's one of those times you can go to South Shore, guys, and not have guards come and attack you. It's chock full of lore and little tidbits and little side things. And even if you're really not into lore, it's just got a lot of neat stuff that Blizzard sprinkled throughout the whole place and it's really really cool so if you do the instance and come to the end of it you're allowed to stay in it it doesn't like you know doesn't kick you out immediately oh you're done you can hang out for a little bit and i really recommend you take the opportunity to kind of look around and check stuff out because blizz did a nice job with this and like i said the lore in there is awesome besides the one little point i want to bring up but let's talk a little bit more specific the point of the quest is you have to free Thrall. Thrall is in prison. Again, lorehounds will know this, and those who don't, well, we're telling you. Thrall is in prison. Because this takes place, oh, I don't even know how many years in the, in the future. No, in the past. Old Hills Brand takes place. The instance takes place in the past. Again, we're talking caverns of time now, so they're manipulating time. Which, as an aside, is just an entirely cool, cool thing Blizz did. I've been wanting to do these for the longest time. And I probably even mentioned it. And I finally had the chance. And now I, I don't want to do them anymore. But anyway, <laughs> this is for your first step. And you are, I don't know, what is it, 20 years in the past? Some ridiculous thing. If you're a horde, by the way, they change you into humans. If you are a horde, you get changed into humans. So it's really fun to see what they put you in. Uh, I don't know how it works if you're a human. I guess you stay the same. I'm not sure about the rest of the Alliance races, how it works for them. I would assume, you know, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how it works on the Alliance side. I know Horde, they change you all into humans. So you can see what you look like if you were a human. And this is a disguise, because you have to be human. Because obviously, since Thrall is in prison, the Horde really hasn't been invented yet, as it were. So he's in prison, and the whole purpose of the instance, the whole purpose of the instance is to go in and rescue him. Now, you gotta do a couple of things first, which aren't that bad. Dunghole? Did I just say dunghole? Yes, I did. And you know what? It should be called that. It should be called... Yeah, and you know what? We're gonna call it that from now on. Never mind what it's actually called. Dunghole. That's what I want to call it. Because, well, gee, that's kind of what it is. <laughs> you go there. Dernhold Keep, I think, or something to that effect. And of course, anybody who's done the old Hills brand or regular, it's right by Taron Mill. You go up the thing, there's a bunch of, uh, oh, syndicate guys hanging out there now. Rogues will know this place at that level because that's where you get your lockboxing up to speed. But that's where you head. 
that's where you're going. It's kind of neat. So you go in and it's, you know, typical hack and slash and you gotta set fire to buildings and that's always a fun thing to do. And you deal with a little mini boss who's not really that intimidating and uh, it's a five man so it's pretty easy. Now comes, once you do all, you know, kind of the preliminary stuff, you come to the part that's not good and you are about to embark upon the mother of all escort quests. It is. It's the mother of all escort quests, in my opinion. I don't know if there's anything out there that's worse. If there is, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Knowing how most of you know by this point, how I feel about escort quests. I don't like them. And I think I speak for the majority of players when I say that. I don't think a lot of people like escort quests because they're a pain in the butt. And we've talked about why they, they are a pain in the butt, why they suck. Some people do. Some people are into them. I don't like them. And this is really just sums it all up why I don't like them. And it's the worst. You have to free thrall, which is easy enough. Open the door and he's out. Now, why you just can't let him run away on his own, I don't know. But you have to protect him. Of course you do. So you have to protect him as he, as every other escort quest does, will spawn mobs out of nothing. Now, the good part about all of this is first thrall is elite also. Most of your escorts are about, you know, 20 levels under where you are. In this case, thrall is a higher level elite character. So at least he's got a little bit of staying power. And unlike some other escort quests, he actually, yes, does fight. I got a couple of problems though with Thrall and his fighting technique, I gotta tell you. And one of the things I have the biggest issue with with him, and, and I don't know why this is with NPCs, because as a hunter, I notice my pet does this. I'm trying to figure out how to describe it, and, and if you've never seen it, it's going to be a little hard to imagine. But if you're a hunter, you may have seen this. You sick your pet on something, and it engages the NPC. And then the two of them run another half mile either away from you or toward you for some reason. Have you seen this? I've seen this. It's a weird effect, and I don't know quite why, before they, like, stop and, and start fighting. They, like, run an extra mile away from you. So you either gotta chase them, or you gotta, as a hunter, you gotta back up. Because all of a sudden it's like, hello, why are you bringing the, hey. And Thrall does the same thing. He engages a target and will run with them 10 blocks away with them. And I don't know why he does this, but it's annoying. And coming at this as a Heladin who has healed on this run, it's annoying to try to find Thrall. Because by the way, Thrall can't die. Thrall dies, you're, you're SOL, you have a problem. So you gotta make sure he stays healed. Along with, oh, your group. Don't tr don't attempt this without two heal or, or, or a main healer and a backup healer. You really will make your life easier. I mean, unless you're completely epic out and go, no problem. Fine, I am not. <laughs> so uh, two healers, really a good idea. Or, you know, a, a main healer and a backup healer, always a plus. But Thrall has this problem where he runs off with his NPC target around the corner naturally so you can't find them so your group engages and these guys that he spawns magically are very un they, they don't they, they hit hard and they turn you into sheep and they fear you oh isn't that the worst i hate that they fear you and they do all sorts and they heal each other and of course they never run out of mana no just you. You run out of mana. They seem to have this endless supply. Anyway, that's just, <laughs> that's a general staple across all NPCs. Well, my biggest problem with Thrall is he runs around the corner. This happened one time when we were in a group. 
I, I was the only healer on that run. I had no backup. I had no safety net. It was me. And I wasn't that real good at it. I did not even have, like, any gear for it. I was really bad. But he was at least spec for it. And we tried it, and it was just a disaster trying to do this in a really half-assed way. And Fair goes Thrall around the corner. And, I ch and, and you know Thrall is having an issue when you hear him say, Things are looking grim. And that's when Thrall's health has reached like 20% or something. And, and that's when you start to be in trouble, when Thrall's health is really low. If things are looking grim, it's like, well, yo, Thrall, it wouldn't look so freaking grim if you freaking stopped chasing stuff around the corner so you could be healed, you moron. Maybe if you didn't spawn all this stuff out of nowhere, it wouldn't look so grim. It's like he's walking around with a gong, banging it, going, I'm leaving now. Anyway, so Thrall does this several times. He spawns several, I think it's four. And then you get to your first mini boss, which is thank God for that. And th this is the longest escort quest I have ever been on in my life. I have never had such a long escort quest, which is, again, kind of neat. And at the same time, a real pain in the ass. But anyway, so you follow Thrall. After you down the mini boss, you follow Thrall to Terran Mill, which, by the way, is not loaded with undead yet. So that in and of itself is kind of neat. And you have some more mobs and Thrall apparently likes to run into buildings in close quarters where there's no room for fighting and go, hmm, I heard a noise. And guess what? Yeah, more more mobs spawn and, and attack you. So this goes on a couple more times. You go in the stable and you go into the chapel and then you go up into the inn and you do all these things and you find I don't remember her name. It's his love interest, which we won't get into here either. Thrall's love interest. Apparently, if you read the novels and stuff, you know about all this. I can't even think of the name. But some evil power has her a prisoner and, and like, semi-kills her or kills her, sort of, whatever. So you go outside for the big fight, which is with a bunch of dragons. Which is cool and fine and fun. And Thrall will stand there, by the way, if you don't bring the mobs to him. This did happen one time. Our main tank being wonderful and, you know, beating the mobs to the punch it's like okay i know where they spawn now okay they come here and then they're gonna come off to our left so he ran over to grab the mobs gather them all up and he's over there fighting and i look and i see thrall standing there like picking his nose and he won't move yeah i'm the leader anyway so <laughs> if you ever run into that problem bring the mobs to thrall he won't move if they're out of range after all is said a big dragon boss at the end big epic fight fine you get done. Quest completed, you're done. And Thrall looks upon your group, and his love interest has been saved, and Thrall looks at your group and says, you know, thank you, strangers! I cannot believe you helped me! Ba -ba 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 -ba. It goes on. And then, and then, the damn Keeper of Time shows up. Because at this point, you're thinking, all right, yeah, you damn right you owe me. After all this, you are so right you owe me, Thrall. I am going to, when this is all done, I am going to stroll up to you in that throne room and go, Hi! Remember me? And and I want, I want castles, I want land, I want gold, I want a pony. I want stuff for this. You're just thinking, you're making your your checklist as he's going on thanking you. I don't know how I could ever repay you. You're just sitting there going, oh, I could think of a couple of ways. And then the damn Keeper of Time shows up on you and says, no. No, he may not, he, he must not, not even may not, must not remember this. And does woo, wee, 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 and blocks his memory. So he won't know what you did. He'll not remember this. And he goes running off into the forest. He won't remember this. So basically, you just led him through this big epic escort quest from hell. And he ain't gonna remember squat about it. He's not gonna remember a damn thing. Now, we can blame the Keepers of Time, but I blame Thrall. 
And this brings me to the end of my revelation as to why he is sitting in the throne. Because after all that, and he doesn't remember, and you go into Orgamar and see him there, and he comes out with, Hello, have you come to help the Horde or serve the Horde or whatever? And you know what's happened? People have been kicking him right in the fork. He has been kicked right there, and that's why he's sitting down now. That is why he is sitting down because so many people have come up to him and he's come up with this blank stare looking at him like he can't he don't know who the hell they are and they're looking at him going oh i remember you you bastard and they kick him right in the fork and he don't know why but that's why he's sitting now i'm telling you right now that's why thrall is sitting in the throne now instead of standing before it that is just my little interpretation of these things as to why things happen in game but if you have done it and you haven't checked out the lore side of it i really recommend you do even if you're not that big on the lore just because again it's really slick uh the detail and and just little things I'm not going to tell you exactly. I'm going to tell you one little thing only because it did happen and I have to share it because for whatever reason, it might have been. See, this might be one of those stories where you had to be there, but I really have to share it with you because it cracked me up. After we got done, first time we ever took down, you know, we finished the instance and found out Thrall is not going to remember who the hell we are and we're going to go kick him later. But anyway, we go check out South Shore and there's a huge like 10 minute event that goes on inside the inn. Uh... I'm not going to tell you about it. I, I paused a moment and thought about it and went, no, no, go check it out yourself. But there is, like I said, there's a lot of little tidbits sprinkled and one of them that's sprinkled around is if you check out the NPCs just wandering around, you see a lot of names that you'll recognize if you're into any kind of Warcraft lore. You'll see names of NP, you know. And one name you'll recognize perhaps is Herod. I believe it's Herod. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Herod. Herod from Scarlet Monastery. Let me refresh for those who are like me and don't know names. This is the boss. Oh, I forgot what part of he's in. Not the library. Uh, the armory, I believe. Yes, I'm pretty sure he's in the armory. In fact, I am 99.9% .9 sure he's in the armory. This is the boss in the armory, where after you clear everything, you open the big doors and there's those stairs going down into the circular room. And there he is down at the bottom all by himself. And after you kill him, 8,000 NPCs come charging down the stairs. <laughs> that one. But he does this thing where every couple of seconds he'll do a spinny move and yell out, Blades of Light! I believe it's Blades of Light. Blades of Light! Spinny, spinny, spinny move. It's a real pain in the ass when you're level, you know, 30. Well, apparently, and this is another topic of how scarred some players can get, how wounded and, and deeply affected some players can get in this game, that something like that happens and they don't forget about it. They do not forget about it. They hang on to it and just store that little nugget in their head and keep that resentment towards that NPC. Because when we went to South Shore, our main tank, whose name I will not reveal, but if he's listening, he know he's already chuckling because he knows the story. We go to South Shore and there, in a little tidbit sprinkle from Blizz, is Herod the Bully. Yes, it's this little kid, and that's his title over, is it Herod the Bully. He's walking around. So to give you an idea, like, this is how he started off, he's always been an ass. He's always been a big jerk. It's just, you know, carried through. Well, apparently this boss in Scarlet Monastery really affected our main tank because he went charging after this little NPC and screaming at him, Blades of Suck! And he's jumping up and down at him, and he's like, 
you know, doing anything he can, you know, slapping him in the head and making faces at him. And, and, and I wish, honestly, I really wish it had an effect. Because, you know, the NPC is just like, and just keeps walking. So I really wish Blizz would put something into the game where when you have something like that, when you're going to do a time warp, when you're going to do a paradox of this nature and you go back in time and see, a great example is this, that you're able to beat the ever-loving hell out of him. That would be a nice touch. If you could take this little kid and just smack the ever-loving crap out of him and go, kill me, will you, blades of light my ass. But that's just my opinion. Anyway, I had to share that story with you because I found it really funny. And some of you may have seen him and done the same thing for all I know. Jumped around after him going, blades of suck! Anyway, so that's just a little bit of revelation that I've had about Thrall that I wanted to share with you guys. Perhaps you have another theory as to why he is sitting in the throne. I feel very strong about my interpretation of it as to why. And again, if this was a spoiler for you, I apologize. But really, just like everything we talk about here when we tell you about it, it you can't capture exactly the sheer frustration and aggravation of doing such an escort quest until you've actually done it. I don't know, is anyone like that one? It's the mother of all escorts. Uh, I don't like it, but yes, I've done it and <laughs> no doubt I'll do it again. But anyway, that brings us into a much-needed second music break. So, here we go.
a little relaxing tune for you there. And if you liked that, then I did it. If you didn't like it, we'll blame someone else for that. But anyway, now we are getting into our our one two double Z punch. Yes, that's what this is the double Z segment of the show. And we are now going to introduce the first of Z's that we have for you here with Ezog. Give us the blog, man. Don't make us come and get it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another wonderful segment of your Zog blog. Yay me, yay me. Through some very, very, very tiresome effort and good help from absolutely nobody, I was able to fix my WoW so that it ran properly without everything looking like it was scorched by a flamethrower. Yay! And you'll also be glad to know that I have attained the WoW card and have since then leveled Zog on the E-Trig server to his 63rd level. Again, yay me. Now, moving right along, I have a couple of stories in which I'd like to share with you. First off being, actually obtaining the WoW card. So there I was in the Walmart, having my good old-fashioned beating stick out, having, well, beaten my way past any, all the other competition for the WoW cards, only to find that the last WoW card is being bought by one of the employees. Now, I'm not sure if you people are aware of this, but generally you're not supposed to buy stuff on shift. And so I'm looking at him and I'm going, you do realize this, right? And he goes, oh, I really wanted it. And I just about smacked him, but I didn't. But I asked him, well, where are all the other WoW cards? I mean, you guys stock at least like eight. I mean, they got smart. They picked up off of four and they brought in eight. So much better. There's still like a hundred thousand of us who still don't have any. And he looked at me and goes, oh, I don't know. Uh, some kid came in here. He was like eight years old and he bought out like seven cards. And this was the last one for like a month. And I was just baffled by this. Some little sausage went around and bought eight wow cards. Eight. Eight! That is a ridiculous amount of time. What's two times eight? That's sixteen. Sixteen months. That's over a year. Why do you need that many wild cards at once? If you're going to have buy that much time, you might as well do it online. Lord knows if you're 18 years old, you're already using your parents' credit card. But I managed magically to keep my cool. Because, you know, I'm Zonkin XP, I'm always cool. But, and I go, okay, fine, whatever. So, I travel off to the recently opened play and trade store that has just locally opened in uh, the town of Squamish. And I go in there, and I say, where are your WoW cards? And they look at me and go, I think we're all out. And I'm like, uh, excuse me? How could you guys be all out? You know what happened? They reported the same thing. Oh, some kid came in here, he was like eight years old, and he bought like four wild cards. At this point, I took precaution and went outside and screamed at the heavens, because that is freaking ridiculous. Twelve. Twelve wild cards. That's 24 months. That's over two years. Why did you need to buy all the cards in town for your own little selfish desire? Okay, theoretically, he could have needed it for 
you know, a birthday party or something. But I doubt the kid has 24 friends that are playing World of Warcraft. It makes me frustrated when people do these sorts of things, because sure, yeah, it's your money and you should be entitled to buy what you want, but think of all the other players. You basically cut out half the town for a month. I hope that little sausage is getting his ass kicked. Not literally, mind you, on the game. I'm not that savage. But still, it's just frustrating to the... Calm, calm, I'm calm, I'm calm. Moving right along, the miracle happened. I came back inside and they came out of the back room and the boss at the playing trade was like, oh, I just found one here under the counter. Um, would you like it? And I was absolutely blown away. I practically tackled the woman with happiness. I was so, so very thankful. So, as I previously stated, I've gone back on World of Warcraft and I am now happily leveling Zog to 63 or 70. <sighs> and I've reached Sangra Marsh, the land of the giant mushrooms and giant jellyfish. I've got to say, I don't really like it. I consistently getting my ass whooped by thousands and thousands of naga, and there seems to be a sort of ridiculous amount of group quests for a sort of area that has nobody in it. But that being said, I ran into a peculiar group of alliance during my questing out in Zangamarsh. I don't know if any of you recall, but there is a certain quest chain that requires you to go and turn off all the pumps that the naga are controlling. And alongside those quests, if you go to the wanted sign, you'll find two more killing uh, that tell you to go kill the leaders of the two Naga factions. I take these, and yes, they all say group quest. But hey, I'm a warlock. I've got a giant blueberry to defend me. So I figure, hey, maybe I can do it. And so I run off to the land of the Naga, and I venture forth. But I consistently am getting my ass kicked. But after respawning, I notice a group of alliance about to go kill my my boss character that I have been trying to get to. Whatever, Raj, blah, 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 something, name I can't remember. Anyways, there was, I believe, a warrior and a paladin. No, I'm sorry, it was a paladin and a priest. Uh, the paladin was a Draenei and the priest was a Draenei. Huh. Uh, male and female, I can't remember the names, but um, what happened was this. They started to attack, and I was feeling generous, cause hey, this place sucks, might as well help out who you can. So what I do is, I cast Banish on the water elementals that the priestess summons, not the Draenei one, mind you, the, uh, the uh, Naga queen woman. I cast Banish on one of the water elementals, and I cast my dots on the priestess herself. She dies, and to my surprise, instead of running off and leaving me to rot, they actually cheered at me for helping them out, because it seems that they would have died without it. I'm not even kidding, their life bars were, you know, so low, and you know, it was just all because of me, you know, I, I totally saved the day like that. Anyways, by this point, I'm out of mana, and I need to wait for her body to respawn. So I'm sitting there by myself, and they kind of buzz off for a bit, and I'm like, oh, well, thanks. And she eventually responds, and I attack. And I'm getting my ass kicked. When from behind me, the paladin comes running in and starts taking all the aggro off me and onto him and starts damaging her as much as he can. Well, the priest in the background is buffing him, and they basically helped me down her. And I was just, I was amazed. I had, but I was baffled. I didn't know what to say. I was like, uh... Uh, really? 
this the, the, I'm I'm not dreaming yet. And but no, they they actually helped me out here, and I was like, wow. So you know, I thanked them and I cheered them and waved, and they went on their way. But um, and so I left to go continue turning off all the other pumps. And I reached the pump, and again, the moment I started actually starting to complete the quest, I was getting mobbed, and I was getting my ass kicked, and it was just painful in all sorts of ways that I can't even state on the air. But, as I start to turn the pump off and all these mobs head towards me, they return. The same group of allies return with friends, and they defend me the whole time while I'm doing this. And again, I was just dumbstruck. I was dumbfounded. I I wish I knew how to take a screenshot so I could, you know, like take a picture and frame it and put it on my wall or something. It was like, is this really happening? Does this? No, no. You're the alliance. You don't do that, do you? Really? Did you guys get a new like contract deal? Is somebody paying you? You know, is this punk? Is Ashton Kutcher waiting in the corner for me? No, but. It, it, it was so nice, and I was I was gladly surprised by it. And you know, and they wave, and that was truly was the last time I saw them. So I headed on my way back to the Scenarian Expedition, thinking, "Wow, that was some pretty nifty stuff. Maybe the Alliance aren't so bad after all." I go and I pick up a quest to go kill a certain giant jellyfish by the name of Boglash. Boglash is not a particularly hard elite boss to kill. But it recommends a group cast anyways. So I go find Boglash, and I start to attack him. And I'm doing fairly well on my own until, oh uh oh another jellyfish comes in from behind me. Yeah, 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 I know. The camera angles in this game sometimes, ugh. Didn't see it coming, and it starts whooping me until tomorrow. And on the horizon, I see an, a human warlock, I think. I don't know if humans can be warlock. I haven't pet an alliance personally, but I think it was a, a human warlock. And... He's standing there off in the distance, not doing anything. He's just watching me die. And I'm going, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, help, help, whatever I can do to get him to help me out there. And he's just standing there. And I get this little remark in my browser that says, laugh. He laughs at you. He laughs at you again. He spits on you as I'm dying. As if it's not bad enough that I'm getting my ass kicked by something three times my size. He's going to laugh at me for it too. And then I die, and naturally, because I'm being taken on from two directions. Hey, okay, I may not be the best player in the world, but it, it, the, they're huge jellyfish, okay, shut the hell up. So I'm dead, and I go running back to my corpse. We. And I reach there, and I try and take Boglash again, but just before I strike, he does an instant cast on Boglash. Takes the kill away from me so I can't gain any experience, kills him, skins him, and then buggers off. Like, what the bloody hell? He could have done it while I, while I was dead, you know? At least then we would have been, okay, okay. You know, I had my chance of whatever. But no, he had to do it the moment I respawn. Then he attacks when he sees me charging up for, you know, my, uh, what do you call it? My blueberry, my, uh, uh, void walker. Void walker. He decided that that would be the appropriate time to attack. And I, I was just, uh, I was breathing fire for the next five minutes because I was so pissed off. <sighs> In other news, though, so, yeah, basically, you can't trust the Alliance. I mean, some of them, I, I will say, you know, a uh, huge shout-out to whoever those three or four alleys were that helped me. I owe you guys. Thank you. And it's a shame that I didn't get your names. But, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm having mixed emotions about the Alliance right now. I'm not entirely sure what I should be thinking. I mean, on one hand, I received a lot of good help, 
And on the other, they were mocking me and watching me get my ass kicked. I don't know, I'll let you guys be the judge. In other news, I have respect affliction, and for you, of you that don't know, affliction is effing amazing. Oh my god, it was just, uh, the Felguard, oh no, 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 screw the Felguard. I mean, sure, he's nice to look at and he has some pretty funny comments, I must admit, but just the damage on your spells that you deal is just so much higher, I can take things down and just like, just like that, and it's just, oh, so much easier. The moment I did this, I was like, wow, I've been missing out my whole life. Ugh, it was just, it was just wonderful. And just one more story for you guys before I leave. So there I was, in Hellfire Peninsula, wanting to go run the Blood Furnace because I'd yet to do so. Hey, why not? You know, heard good things. Heard Manoroff was in it, just finished beating Frozen Throne. Hey, might as well go check out and see what it's like. Even though someone of my vast superiority has so many better things to be doing. <laughs> Anyways, I get in my group, and they're all like, okay, everyone ready? 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 Okay, mount up. So we all hop on our mounts, and ooh, surprise, surprise, don't I look like the small one with my regular level, I guess, 30 now mount, and the rest of them all have their epics, and I'm, I'm feeling a little sheepish here. It's like, you know, being the shortest kid in school, it's, it's just not, it doesn't make you feel nice. And they all look at me, and they're like, ha ha, you, you, you've got your level 30 mount, and I'm looking at them and going, shut the hell up, and it was just not cool. So I still have yet to get my level 60, uh, no, not 60, 40 or something, I can't remember. Ugh, my memory fails me. Shut up, I'm dead. Um, I have failed to get my epic mount because of that freaking warlock quest. I've complained about this before, but I'll complain about this again. You have to make me go through two dungeons, two of them, and then you want me to... Uh, after all of that... I have to cast this special summoning ceremony, which brings out mobs of guys. And then on top of that, I have to kill the guy who owns the Dreadsteed, and then the actual Dreadsteed itself. So, I have to pay like over 400G, because it is insanely impossible to find people to group with you for these things. <sighs> it's like, it, I'm debating if it's justified or not. And because, yeah, sure, you know, oh, we got the cheap mount at level 30 or whatever but now are we not only paying the same as much you know the same amount we're also having to do a ridiculously long quest chain here i'm you know is 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 the mount really worth it should i just wait to get my flyer i don't know and i'm uh it's frustrating <sighs> and other news actually it's really interesting i acquired a job as a film projectionist at the theater, and for those of you who don't know what that is, that's the guy who goes wired in the movie. So every time your movie screws up and skips, that's me. Anyways, my job pretty much consists of me wiring the movies and then sitting on my ass for nine hours until the latest show gets out. The best part about this job is I just get to sit there and play WoW. It's, I get paid to play WoW and watch movies. Does anybody see the bad side to this? I'm being paid 1025 an hour to do this. And I, I don't know, I just feel really lucky right now. I just feel like bragging. <laughs> yes, I'm forsaken, I'm evil. And dead. Um, nom, 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 nom. I don't know. I had a couple more things that I was going to point out, but apparently my brain is, you know, that part of my brain has gone to rot. So, that pretty much will conclude things for this month's vlog vlog, and I'm certainly hoping that all of you are well on your way to 70 and having a good time and that you enjoyed your summer. 
you guys should see me at level 70 soon. Uh, it will be uh, a magnificent event, and, you know, there will be party and cake and everything, because I have been playing this game for more than a year now, and it's a sad fact to admit that I still haven't gotten a 70. I mean, sure, casual player or whatever, I just seem to have problems with this game. I just can't get up, I can't, I don't know, I, uh, forget about it. I will be 70 soon, and when you do, when I am, when I reach that level, you guys will hear about it. Um, a slight apology to anyone on the Batarun server who hasn't seen me in a long time i am alive undead i am undead and uh i'm just playing on the e-trick server right now until i get zog to level 70 and get my pvp gear at which point i will switch over and come back to playing on the matter on server miss you guys strength and honor for the horde and we thank our zog our undead zog of xp for doing that for us and we're glad you're back in the game and that you have fought your way to get a wow card and we hope you make it to 70 soon. And now the second of our double Z segment. From the master of mods, we bring to you Zappos. Do you steal money in Monopoly? Do you read the last page of the book first? Is up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start ingrained into your memory? Well, if so, this installment will be right up your alley. Quests are a pain sometimes. You may already know that database sites like Wowhead can help, since players reliably contribute their wisdom about the best way to solve quests there. The comments these players left have helped me many times when I knew that a certain series of quests might be hard and I wanted to make a plan for it before I logged in. But after I've already started playing, I typically don't like to bother with external programs and websites. To illustrate, consider the following hypothetical situation. You're in the middle of a quest you thought would be simple, and those disgusting Husamudrigits simply refuse to drop the required yellow sticky fluid. You've been wandering around for an hour killing, and getting killed by these horrid creatures, and you feel like stopping to open up your web browser and check Wowhead would only add to your frustration. Finally, you call out desperately on the general channel, only to be thoroughly ignored. Finally, one wise and tender-hearted player informs you that you are actually supposed to be killing the grotesque Huizumajidgets just next door, not the disgusting ones. You thank them, of course, but in your gut you're still feeling dumb and regretting having wasted so much time and energy. Thankfully, that's where Cladhair comes to the rescue with his add-on designed to bring those helpful sorts of people and their comments on Wowhead right into the game for you. Lightheaded opens up just to the right of your quest log and shows whatever Wowhead's commenteers have to say about the quest you click on. It only loads the portion of the quest comment database that your quest is in. This helps to save on memory usage, save on trips to a website, and also saves on a massive amount of frustration, all in one lovely package. It can be found on wowinterface.com under Lightheaded. Note, when you install this add-on, you are installing a number of components with it. Be sure that they are all enabled before you log into the game. They will all start with Lightheaded. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. That's right, Dorothy. You aren't in Kansas anymore. Azeroth is a big place. So big, in fact, that sometimes it feels like it's impossible to explore it all. Now, have you ever said to yourself, 
If I only knew what the entire map looked like, it would make things so much easier. Do you enter a new area and you get scared because the entire map is dark? How about instances? Wouldn't it be nice to know exactly where each boss is? Well, if you answered yes, then have I got an add-on for you. Cartographer will expose every nook and cranny of every map. Every square foot of that instance? Revealed. Have a raid plan to run the stockades, but you need to know how to get there before the entire Stormwind army descends upon your head? Cartographer will help you navigate a new city as if you were a native. But beyond the obvious benefit of revealing 100% of the map, you will also be able to understand the coordinates that most websites will provide to you for quest objectives. You can even put plugins into Cartographer to expand its abilities even further. One that I find useful will allow it to function like a GPS in-game, complete with arrow pointing the way and estimated time of arrival. I've been running with Cartographer for over a year and a half, and it keeps getting better and better with each release. You can find it in the Files section of WowAce.com. Thanks, Zatharas, for doing that up for us. As always, very cool and useful mod information. Stuff that otherwise you wouldn't hear here at For the Horde Radio. We have a very special thing that came in to us from our buddy Sauron. But before I play this for you, I have to admit a whoops on Auntie Ed's part. This was supposed to make it into our last show. And we had it all set up. It was its own little wave file. It was so adorable and cute. And it was ready to go. And bad Auntie Ed, it just didn't make the final cut due to 8,000 other wave files that were going in for that last show, which was a monster. So I do apologize, Sauron, for for, for missing this. I We had it. I swear to God, we had it all set up, ready to go. But uh, It was. I remember doing it. <laughs> we did. We did. And, uh, but we're going to play it for you now. Good evening, Auntie Ed and Big V. This is your old pal, Sauron. I wanted to tell you how much I enjoyed Big V's tales of how very evil mages can be. It is very enlightening, and I will have to look into this freezing of one's prey to the ground. Personally, I love the sound of my prey's searing skin as they scream in agony from my curses emulation, incineration, and all while I drain what is left of their life only to take their soul the moment before they die. This is done while I laugh at their feeble attempts to run in fear from me. I hope to hook up with you two very soon. Take care. That's, no. first of all, it's impressive but you know it kind of made the hair on the back of my neck stand up a little bit too so yeah yeah i'm not sure now about uh i don't know i think warlock's got it over mages as far as who's scarier here i don't uh, know, you know it's that old, that's a whole soul stealing thing yeah. yeah everybody's hung up on their soul good great uh, he makes but a pretty good argument i know you made you know <laughs> makes a good case i mean <laughs> I'll I'll just go out there and say it. 
frightening and very cool at the same time. So thanks, man. Good stuff. <laughs> very good. Thank you so much for sending that in for doing that up for us. And, and I do apologize for, for missing it last show. But we got it. We got it. And now it's time for... Who the hell is this? That's right. Who the hell is this? We actually do not have a new contestant for this show, for this segment of the show, but we do have an answer. And I think it has to do with Big V scaring the person into telling us who they were. Because if you remember, he said, we will make something the hell up. And I think he meant it. (laughs) (laughs) Really sure he meant it. And we would have. But no, we actually have an answer to who the hell is this. So, Ed, who the hell is it? The answer is, it was me. I was just trying to see if I could make it work. So, who the hell is this? The hell it is me. Eskimog. Yes, that was from Eskimog. And yes, you did make it work. Very good. <laughs> we now know who the hell you are. It's always pleasant to know who the hell you are. And yeah... Yes, and uh, thank you for letting us know who the hell you are. And be sure to anyone out there who would like to participate in this game of... Who the hell is this? We will be very happy to take new contestants for our friend Eskimog. We have a lovely prize for you. We have a fabulous, fabulous prize. We have this incredible and gorgeous piece of nothing that we are sending to you. And you may do with it whatever you want. It is a fabulous piece of nothing. You can put it on your mantle. You can shove it under your bed. You can do whatever you want with it. And we do hope you enjoy. And thank you for playing... Who the hell is this? Now it is time for... Reading of the email. So we got one from Bucks. The 70 Hunter, who says, I've been gone on vacation and I'm back. Hooray! I got some questions. Other than a hunter, paladin, or rogue, what class do you think you would want to level to 70? I'm curious on the answer, and I thought it would be fun to ask. More later, Bucks. Good question. Yeah! I think I would like to eventually do a warlock. I would like to do a warlock. I have never been able to get him past level 10. It's the whole cloth thing. Yeah, and that's kind of me. I'd like to be able to do a warlock, but I've I've tried and I can't do it. Um, For me, it's probably going to be a rogue. It would be a rogue or um, rogue or a paladin, actually. I mean, I'm getting, uh, obviously, you know, the Madge is getting up there, but uh, a rogue would be nice, uh, and a pally would be nice as well. Well, but you said other than a pally, so uh, other than a rogue, so um, uh, let's see. (laughs) I guess that leaves me with uh, druid and priest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think because he knows I have a pally and a a rogue, Yeah. so I've already done that route. (laughs) Yeah, you've already done those. I already Um, did those, but I think for myself, I'd probably have to say a warlock because I I've seen them in action, and it's like, once they are leveled, holy god, they are phenomenal. Yeah, seriously, and, you know, they they rule the Bee Gees, so, anyway. <laughs> but thank you for sending that in. And we have, <laughs> we have a nice email from us from Snorky, who says, Ed and Big V, thank you. I laughed until I cried while listening to the newest podcast. Hugs from the one and only Snorky for the Horde. Well, Snorky. Thank you. There's a big old bovine embrace back at (laughs) you. 
We're glad you were having a good time with it. Yeah. You, know, you kind of got, you know, shanghaied by Gnome Tipper there and, and forced you to listen. But, but we appreciate the, <laughs> We appreciate the praise. Thank you very much. Yeah. And Eskimog rides in again and says, just another update. Tonight, my shaman hit 53 for the horde. Slash played four days, 16 hours. Approximately idle time of that, probably around seven hours or so. Slash cheer. Anyway, I love the one-year show. It was amazing and had me laughing my ass off. Keep up the good work. I know you will. For the horde, Eskimog. Very not that that is an impressive play time for fifty. Yeah, guys. really, it is. Oh my god! <laughs> I'd have to, I'd have to be unemployed to get that play time. And <laughs> Even then, I don't think I could. Unemployed, ignoring my family, and you know, having you know various and sundry buckets around for bodily functions. So, <laughs> but thank you for sending in an update of your many many. I don't know what does this make it now. I don't know how many characters you got but you're just like cruising through seriously that's impressive stuff we have another email from our buddy shaman magic hey sham hey hey it's shaman magic and i have some stories of just saving two people in some cool ways the first is falchion and i were questing in netherstorm we were in the kirin var village killing ghosts that were in the way for a turnip. I moved out of the building we were in, thinking that Fowl would follow me, so we would not aggro any mobs, and I go off killing ghosts. I see his health bar going down quite fast, and he is a warrior. I go in the building, still under attack by ghosts, and his health is down to about 2,000, so I have to heal him fast. I get in the building, and there he is with two ghosts on him. I pop him some heals and we kill the three ghosts with low health and I had low mana too. It was amazing that my 70% uninterruption on healing paid off. The second story is me and Tekatana. We're doing the mastery quests out in Nagrad. We finished them off and did the big elephant. So we go off killing him in an epic battle with DPS flying everywhere because I'm a shaman and he's a warlock. We get him, it, whatever, the elephant to about 35% when I have 2,500 health, so I know I have to heal. I do one more shock spell and try to heal, but I get critted for 1,100 health or so, and I'm dead. This is leaving Tekatana, a clothy, almost defenseless. The elephant is about 20%. I noticed I have reincarnation. I res. <laughs> at this point, Tekatana is at 1,000 health, and I somehow pull off a heal and some more to heal him fully, and we continue fighting, and the elephant dies with me having low health. We both just stood there, looking back at how epic it was. Actually, just me, I think. Shoutouts! First, to Falchion for giving me 120 gold for my mount. Even when I said I could get it myself, he still gave me the gold. Second is to Trollsky for helping me on countless quests and cowards right out of the blue with no trouble at all. When I say countless, it was most likely 20 or more in the span of three days, and he still helps me to this day. No real stories with these shoutouts, but hey, there they are. The Shaman with the Magic, Shaman Magic. And thank you, Sham, for sending that in. Great stuff. I think Sham, good stuff, man. Very good. You need like that that Star Trek music going with that fight. It sounded like. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You really did. It's great when you pull off a, a stunt like that and live. And, you know, you're kind of looking back and forth at each other going, wow, did we just survive that? And it's not so much one of those, man, we are life takers and heartbreakers. No, it's more like, whoa, dude, I better sit down and eat real quick, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In case I got a dot on me or something, you know? Uh, <laughs> well, that is good stuff. Thank you for sending that in, and thank you for your shout-outs to Val and Joel Sky. Yeah. All right, so we get an email from Shishkababi who writes, Hello, Big V and Annie Ed. This is Shishkababi from the Blossom and Blood Guild on the Draenor server. Woohoo, Woo, Blossom and Blood! Blossom and Blood! <laughs> <laughs> I just finished listening to episode 22, and I'm glad you're back. I thought about sending an email in before uh, during your summer getaway, which I'm sure we could all use sometimes. But real life has been hell, and there's always something that seems to keep me away from the computer. And unfortunately, now that you guys are back, I've run out of time on WoW since the 11th of August. If that was not bad enough, my computer crapped out on me on the 8th, and just recently got and I just recently got it back. I'll be taking some time from WoW until I can get a job to pay for my addiction. Yes, I call it an addiction because I have thought long and hard about it, and I've considered doing housework so my girlfriend will pay for it every month. Ooh, man, don't break out the mop. It'll be okay. I think everyone should step away every now and then. For once you hit 70, it's hard to continue playing, for it's all the same stuff. But if you walk away from it for like a month or so, you'll come back and you'll be able to play once more. I know, I've been without it for only a week and I already want to play. Slash cry. Anyways, it's good to have you back and I look forward to your next show. Also, ever since I started listening to the show, I've been thinking of making a Tauran Warrior. I've seen them and to hear all the fun Big V has had, I cannot wait to have one of my own. I've watched my Felguard slaughter bunnies. I wonder what it's like to step on one. Well, this is Senior Sergeant Shishkababi. I'm so glad they did not take my PvP title. I worked hard for it. Shishkababi. All right. All right. You know, it is good to kind of take a break. I've had to do it for the past couple of weeks. I've been I've only been on for a couple of hours over the past two weeks. And, you know, it. I'm really looking forward to getting back in for a couple of reasons. You know, you're fresh then. And plus, if you've parked it in an inn, you're going to be blue for a month. So, <laughs> that's nice. Um, and as far as the Tauran Warrior, don't. Get out while you still can. Run. <laughs> Don't discourage you. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, hey, if you're down with looking at a cow's ass to level level 70, go for it. Seriously. I've loved every... Well, no, I haven't loved every minute. I've hated quite a bit of it. But, you know, for the most part, I've loved playing a Tauran Warrior. And really, it's got more to do with the Warrior class than uh, the Tauran itself. So, would I do another warrior? Mm, probably not. Am I glad I did this one? Oh, hell yeah. So, there yeah. you go. Thank you for sending that in. And yes, I'm glad they didn't take away the PvP titles either. I worked very hard for mine also. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. Back in your day, they back gave in, PvP Back titles. in my day, yes. They gave titles. <laughs> and they let us keep them, damn it. And yes, I'm very glad that they, they didn't take that away because you can say, hey, hey, check it out. But anyway, thank you for sending that in. We have an email from Bloody Axe who says, Hey again, Auntie Ed and Big V. Thanks for the congratulations on Maintanking Kara, even though I haven't done it yet. 
I've been going on WowWiki a lot lately so I can further my training in tanking and know what needs to be done. I have more shoutouts this time around, and it goes to Canny, Cassie, Rudelia, and Jebdo, both on Directionally Challenged and Off the Air, because both guilds are awesome. And the ones to Canny and Cassie are because Cassie helped me out a ton when I screwed things up on my specking my rogue, and she sent me two gold and two netherweave bags, if I'm not mistaken, to cover the cost. Then once again to Canny's rogue, who, when I go to the dead mines to snag one of those gray rogue headpieces, yet I have never played in Ally Tune, so I have no idea where to go. She dropped what she was doing and got on her rogue, and we both set out to get the scarf I wanted. We stayed in Dead Mines for about an hour and a half, even though I got my red scarf in 15 minutes. We even ran the instance until I got a phone call and had to leave. It was a lot of fun, and we even annoyed some alliance who were in there. <laughs> Rodilia and Jebdo both get shoutouts because while I was leveling my new Blood Elf rogue, where the best place was to get to which most responded SFK. So, Rudilia volunteered to rub Jebdo through because he needed to get the enchanting points. And I knew the troll rogue hadn't done SFK yet, so I asked to tag along as well and share the quests I had. So the three of us went in search of different things. I had a lot of fun with both rogues and decided they are one of the funnest classes of all time. For example, the rogue can handle three mobs and not go below 75% health, mainly because of blind innovation. Once I hit 70, the Alliance will fear the names of Bloodsap and Cassendry. And when I hear that Crossroads is under attack, I shall be known as Bloodsap Cassendry, Defender of the Crossroads. Good goals, huh? You know, I wonder if they're going to put that as a title, the new raft. Because <laughs> they've got the enough crossroads. titles out of there. I mean, why not Defender of the Crossroads? Really? Seriously. I, I am all for that. Absolutely. Once again, Kenny, Cassie, Rudelia, Jemdo, and everyone on both Directionally Challenged and Off the Air. You guys rock, and I love playing with you guys. Oh, one other question. Is anyone missing winter? Because I want to hit the slopes with my snowboard, and it's my favorite season. Just a question to all those who listen. Tell me what you think. And that is from Bloody Axe. I'm going to read all these. <laughs> this is from Bloody Axe, level 70. Danny Diem, level 40. Brave Blood, level 20. Brave Freeze, level 20. Trexerlot, level 24. Bloody Totem, level 30. Pala Blood, level 15. Oh my god, Heals, level 20. Blood Sap, level 26. And finally, Cassandra, level 11. Think I have a small alt problem as well? Nah, I'm just getting started. P.S. Sorry, I laughed so hard when Boba Fett signs off this way, so I thought I would try it just once because I think the Carpal Tunnel is setting in. But I must apologize to him for stealing his idea. Yeah, you got a little bit of a, uh, an all problem there, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's like saying Russia's got a little bit of landmass. <laughs> Dude, that's a that, lot of alts. That's man. a lot of alts. Oh my god. And I love how most of them all have this like blood thing going down, you know. <laughs> yeah, really. You seem to have a theme going throughout all your characters, so that's a good thing. It's good to keep them themed. Yeah. Well, you know, actually, I used to have that as well. All my char all my Tauren characters uh, started with V. Oh, really? I did. I, I don't have any kind of uh, system. I just pick what looks good. There you are. There you are. But thank you for sending that in and for all your cool shout-outs. 
All right. We get an email from one of our overseas listeners, Sekronic, a level 70 rogue on, hmm, what uh, server is he on? I can't see. I want to say he's on Arathor or something like that. Yeah, I believe. Yes, he but is. anyway, yes. So he writes, "Hello, Auntie. Just started listening and downloading every single podcast I can on iTunes. I like listening to them while I PvP with my rogue. I'm a converted alley, uh, I guess. Seeing as I got three level seventies and decided to give up and change to the horde." I've never logged back on to uh, my alleys uh, for the past three months, and I've gotten to 70 on all of them. Just wanted to say, you're brilliant. If you ever feel like dropping in for a visit for any reason, I'm on Arathor EU. I just realized I'm everything you hate. I do everything you hate. I duel people with uh, PvP on, then I kill them. I've solo raided crossroads a few thousand times. I steal everyone's mobs that I can, really. I do the hunter thing and misdirecting mobs onto random people in groups. I know you might not believe me, but from tomorrow, I won't spam talk to people on trade and won't gank people with PvP on for no reason. When someone will over ask me for help, I'll, tell, I'll help instead of telling them to F off. Thanks for showing me the error of my ways. Oh, hey, then you have a problem. Is you know, first step first on the road step, to recovery. Yeah, we're glad you'll be of help. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, he continues on saying, "I was helping a guildie in Hellfire Peninsula on my rogue, and we had just done the daily PvP, so he could get a bit of Hellfire Peninsula rep for some items. Well, I was flying over him, and I suddenly heard. Well, this is kind of a radio edit. I have a warrior on me." <laughs> over Skype and dismounted from about 200 yards overhead and stealth and proceeded to shadow step him and then beat him down like the Alliance dog he is. Rock on for you for doing that. Of course, my friend is happy that the 70 Alley Warrior doesn't get his way with him. Afterwards, we went back to Thralmar and let him hand in and I got a whisper saying, meet me and my mate in the middle of Overlook. I decided, well, what the hell, let's do this and went back, landed, and danced in the middle. A second after landing and just after my dance, I got the warrior breathing down my neck, and this time, as I guessed, he had help. A 70 tier 4 feral druid. First thing that came into my head was, what would Big V do? I'll tell you what Big V would do. Big V would hold his bovine butt out of there as quick as he could, because Big V, you know, Big V's motto, and I've said it before, is hide with pride. <laughs> Anytime you don't die, you don't have to pay a repair bill. Anyway, so then I decided that was useless because he'd get spanked for half an hour, then die while Warrior looks at the 20% health he lost in the time. I vanished and healed. Then I looked in my guild tab for people to help, and I realized I'd been, ki- I'd been kicked about five minutes before by the guy I was helping because I hadn't boosted him through Hellfire Ramps which, seeing as I'm a rogue, is harder than Big V's head. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Well, oh, anyway. You have to come <laughs> yeah, you now. got it, man. Come yeah, on. Yeah, got come on hey, I know my head's big. I just didn't think it was hard. Um, yeah, but okay, I'll go along with that. So, I decided even if I died, I would do it with pride, like it seems half the people who are horde do. We attack against the odds and normally get our asses handed to us on a plate, but with a large smile on our face. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Um, unless I'm you know, hiding in a bush somewhere. Um, but oh well, I decided to have a go. I found the druid and just stuck it to him, and without expecting him to, to, he crumpled before the kidney shot had worn off. 
Now, I was getting a bit more enthusiastic and charged the warrior. Shadow stepped his charge and vanished his intercept. That's pretty cool. Getting these combos confused him, seeing as well I'm an undead rogue who's guildless and has no title yet, so I'm not that impressive. I managed to beat him with 30% health left. This is where I'd like to give a shout out to the warrior, even though I forgot his name because uh, even though I beat him and his friend, he came onto his horde alt and congratulated me and did some PvP with my alley match after. Cool. After logging back onto my rogue, I saw him quad I saw a quad boxing gnome match. Uh, if you don't know what this is, Big V, I'll buy you a dictionary with pop-up pictures. That's okay. It sounds like just from that, it would be pretty scary. So <laughs> I'll just I'll just plead ignorance and go <laughs> on, I guess. Uh, and decided I had to kill it. Hey, anytime you can kill a gnome, it's great, and it's a match. Rock on. I had to kill it, even though it was only level 63. I ganked them in the middle of the overlook, and then felt a little bad because when they rezzed and ran away, the fell reaver just stomped on these little gnomes. <laughs> Okay, how bad would it be? Alright, you get killed, you res, you start running away, and you've got like three health when you res. Yep. And then you get stepped on by the Fell Reaver. Just insult to injury right there. I know, but the fact that they're gnomes, loving it. I couldn't stand the Alliance, and that meant I couldn't stand myself. But no more. Now I'm Horde, and that's that. For the Horde, from Sychronic, 70 Rogue, Frozen Arrow, 70 Hunter Deceased, I Fear Sheep, 70 Madge Deceased, and Noble Eight, 70 Paladin, deceased. I'm now Horde, and that's how I shall stay. Oh, yeah, and when I did this, and some of my friends whispered me when I was giving away some enchanting mats I didn't want, I convinced them to play Horde. Hey, rock on, man. All right, woo -hoo. Well, we hope you're enjoying the Horde side of things. Although, yeah. I have to admit, I love the I Fear Sheep name. That's pretty good. Oh, that's genius. I Fear Sheep. Or, that's you know, great. even better, I Sheep Sheep. Ah, uh, sheep, sheep. <laughs> oh, see if you can grab that name again. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to try as soon as we get done here. Ah, uh, sheep, sheep. But thank you for sending in that uh, great stuff. Yeah. Just a lot of great stuff. But that's kind of bite, though, that they kick you out of a guild because the guy you were helping, what, had a hissy fit? Oh, seriously. What? Oh, you were so better off without him. Yeah, what a goomba. <laughs> Here, here. But thank you for sending all that in. That is awesome. Good stuff. We get an email from Corlina. Corlina, Corlina, who says, Hello, Andy, Ed, and Big V. Huggles all around. It's been a long time. Lots of news on my part. Molten Core has seen a recent cover as snow, as I have finally seen Outlands. That's right. Corlina is level 63 as I write this, thanks to many, many hours of coffee and sore fingers. Yes, I love Outlands. Yes, I did get squished by the Reaver on my fourth day out there. Snuck up from behind. Anywho, what's been going on? <laughs> I recently watched the Wrath of the Lich King trailer, and my, my, does it chill my bones. In the trailer, Arthas summons a dragon who is quite obviously dead, now undead. It occurred to me after reading Day of the Dragon that one of the dragon aspects, Malagos, lives in Northern. Could this undead dragon be him? Who's to know? If anybody's to know, that would be you, Carlina. That would be you. Uh, but actually, there has been a bit of a debate about which dragon this is. There's mm -hmm. so many uh, different views on which one could it, which undead dragon could this possibly be? 
I don't care which one it is. It looks freaking cool. Yeah, it does. Okay. It looks awesome. She continues, something that irked me as I leveled through Outlands. When I was leveling Core out there at level 58, she received the Wanderer's Stitched Trousers. I was joyous. New Uber Mage pants. I equipped them and found out I was wearing panties. That's right. For the next five levels, I, being in my little blood health, mageness was running around in a long sleeve shirt, knee high boots, and panties. What kind of cruel joke is this, Blizzard? <laughs> oh man, it's actually I'm not sure it's a cruel joke. I think it's you know you know an Easter egg for um <laughs> for well all of us really. You know, I've seen I've seen I know exactly what you mean because every clothy you're not the only one. Every clothy has put those things on. I actually knew someone, uh, one of our uh, priests would walk around in shadow form to not be seen in these things. <laughs> I remember that. All you need is a pole. And you know what? <laughs> all you need is a pole, honey. And you're sad. Seriously, I know exactly people, will you people will throw copper Yes, they will as you walk by. Uh, I understand the awesomeness, sexiness thing you have going on, but couldn't you have made it more of it? Rant off. Well, not sure what else to say. I'll let you know when Core hits level 70 and how barren Outlands will be after Wrath of the Lich King comes out. Huggles for everyone, Corlina. P.S. Panties! <laughs> I've never been a clothy out. I've never been a clothy as level, you know, twelve. So I can't say, but I've seen other clothies, and I have to admit, I'm not above picking on them when I see them in this getup because it's bad. <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait for the Madge to get it. I mean, I mean, seriously, um, that's that's what she's staying in. You just gonna leave her in there. Just gonna leave her in those. I mean, hey, I'm gonna put her in them and you know let her walk around Silvermoon for a while. I mean, I could use the extra change. <laughs> there you go. But thank you for sending that in, and we hope you switch to good old-fashioned leggings or something. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy your time in your bloomers. Panties. Panties. <laughs> that should be a new battle cry. Uh, I think so. Got an email from uh, Zendal. On the Storm Reaver EU server, he says, Hey, Annie Ed and Big V. And once again, just like I like it, big letters and bold text. I'm loving it. So, I'm surprised I can get my headphones on, actually. But anyway. I've been listening. are we, actually? I've been listening to the podcast for quite a while now. Got to thank Eskimog for that. But only now decided to write in. Two weeks ago, I started a warlock, which is now level... What? <laughs> That's incredible. Wait a minute. Okay, three, whoa, whoa, whoa. Two, okay let, me, let me finish the sentence here. Okay, you'll see what we're getting at. Two weeks ago, I started a warlock, which is now level 52, with my friend Kruth, a level 52 mage. Been having a truck of fun with it. Gotta say, though, the low-level cloth stuff is really overpriced on the auction house. I think you touched on this subject on one of the past episodes. But once you start getting into a profession, it gets a little a little better. Since everyone shares a story in their mails, I thought I was obligated to do the same. So there I was in Blasted Lands, killing strange-looking boars to get their lungs. 
Oh, I remember that. I just killed one when I hear the sound of a monster aggro in you. I look behind me and I see this double question mark elite dragon across my whole screen looking really mad that I was in its way. Of course, the first thing that came to my mind was, okay, time to run. The dragon killed me. So I res up and rethink it all. How'd that thing sneak up behind me? Well, I just let it fly and went on to get more lungs. After about 10 minutes, I was still getting the lungs. The drop rate on those things was murderous. Yeah, it is. When I see the same dragon come from behind a mountain heading my way. I was in the middle of killing a mob, so I <laughs> was thinking to myself, Die faster, damn it! The dragon was getting closer. This was one of the moments where the theme from the movie Jaws would have been appropriate. Fortunately, I made it out in time and the dragon flew by. Just wanted to share that with you guys. Love the show and much love from Latvia. Look it up. For the horde. We got listeners in Latvia. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, all right, awesome. That is awesome. So, and, I, and, and he sends in another one. Yes, he does, saying, Hey, FTH Radio, this is Zendal. Again. I just could not resist and decided to write in again. I'm 60. Woo! So that means it's time for Outlands. The first time me and my friend Cruz stepped through the dark portal was awesome. Slash dance and a lot of cheers on Vent. I also had a thought in the back of my head. I was catching up on all the old episodes a while back, and I remembered one episode in particular, the big Hellfire Peninsula rant. I thought, that can't be that bad. I mean, there'd be a lot of boars, earthworms, and red orcs, but that bad? Nah. But I started, but slowly I started to see that it was true. Oh, so bloody true. Not long after I got 60, I started <laughs> becoming so freaking paranoid with all the mobs, especially the worms, bubbling ground equals trouble, and the reaver, oh boy, seeing the ground rumbling and hearing his loud roar behind you really gets your blood pumping faster. But I could still stand getting killed all the time and having to pay heaps of golden repairs until, oh boy, yeah, here it comes. I picked up a quest in Spinebreaker Post. I didn't really look at what it was about. Flipped up my map and saw that Quest Helper, awesome add-on by the way, is telling me to go to so-and-so and and kill some red orcs for some item. I think you know where I'm going with this. (laughs) Dude, all you had to say was Spinebreaker Post. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. After killing about four orcs, the item dropped. Then I realized, the quest I'm doing is boiling blood. Dun, dun, dun. You actually topped that out. It's very cool. It is, yes. Well, I needed the experience, so I went along with it. But since I heard you guys talking about the scarabs, I decided to get the bloods first and then boil them. So I got the 12 bloods and made my way to the big pot. Killed the guy standing next to it with his annoying skeletons and got prepared for the scarabs. I thought that maybe I could throw three or four bloods in and run away while my void walker takes all the beating. Bad idea. Bad idea. After, <laughs> after I'd put the third one in, my screen was filled with HP bars. I couldn't see anything. Naturally, the scarabs went for me and I got killed. With the same tactic, I did the quest, dying four times, and getting all my armor totally broken. But I did it. Don't have the guts to hit the cave with the bird people yet. Anywho, love the show and can't wait for the next episode. P.S. The interview with Cam and Shane was awesome. Thank you. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a bad move to throw, like, three or four in at once, as you found out. Better (laughs) to just do them one at a time. (laughs) Take your time. Yeah, Make a day of it. Make a day. Bring a lunch. The guy with the skeletons will respawn, like, three (laughs) times before you're done with this. But, you know, it's, it's... 
it's that or what you experienced. But hey, you know what? You got it done. Exactly. You know, as a matter of fact, I think I remember when you and I did it. It was on uh, like a day after Thanksgiving. And, like, we had all day to do it, and it pretty much took all day. All day. (laughs) It did, because boiling bloods do not drop well. No. Actually, you know, having done it just a third time around, um, I think they improved it slightly, because they seem to drop a little better this time around. You know, it's... my luck was incredible. One of the two. Yeah, I think it's probably a little from column A and a little from column B there. Yeah, <laughs> but good for you, and yeah. thank you so much for writing in. Yeah. We have an email from Death Silence on the Black Wing Lair, who says, Hello to you, Auntie Ed and Big V. And yes, the V is bold and a big V. I have a good little story shout out for you guys from me, Death Silence. My level 70 UD rogue on the Blackwing lair, PvP server. So there I was, on the island of Queldonis, you know, just doing my dailies, when a dwarf hunter, don't know his name, and a night elf priest, can't pronounce her name, both decked out in pure S3 gear and giving me the, let's go kick his ass look. And thus they did. Now, I was new 70, mostly instance blues and just a couple of pieces of gladiator. Well, after they stepped on my neck about five or six times, that's when my friends, Z Punisher, a good old big torn warrior with his own S3 gear, Awesome. And, <laughs> awesome. And Starlit Moon, a then shadow priest with S2, came and pulled my bacon out of the fire. We all jumped them till they got tired of the horde butt-whomping and proceeded to graveyard res. Stupid alleys. After that, Z and Star helped me with all my dailies, bid me a good day, and went off on their own paths. So I'd like to give a shout out to Z Punisher and Starlet Moon for being good friends and kick-ass PvPers for the horde. And that is Death Silence. That is cool. cool. Oh man, I can't imagine that place on a PvP server. Oh man, I was just thinking the same thing. I mean, dear God, it's bad enough, you know, PvE, but my God, everybody there just. God, there's an alliance behind every tree. You know, if they even made it behind the trees, they'd just probably walk up to you and say, Oh, you're killing the sentry? No. (laughs) I'm going to take you now. Yeah, so good for you, man, for making it to 70 on a PvP server and tackling that island. Good for you, and good to have very cool friends backing you up. Yeah. So we get an email from the King Viper, who says, Hey, Annie Ed, I got some good news. According to a post I was reading, as long as you have a level 70, you can make a Death Knight, either Alley or Horde. Uh, if that turns out to be true, I'm going to make an undead Death Knight and transfer him to Mandaron. My Torrent Hunter is now level 19. I also have my second 70 now, a human lock. I'm going to wait until Lich King comes out and make a DK so I don't have to work so hard. Also, I made a new Horde friend. There was a Blood Elf Hunter in the Scryer's Bank one day. She waved to me and I waved to her. Can't remember now. Uh, anyways, after a few minutes of emote talking, I switched to my level 10 Blood Elf Madge and Hearthed and 
walked up to her. Right away, she knew it was me, seeing how the druid's name is the King Viper, and my Madge name is the Queen Viper. The Queen Viper was one letter too long. I forget her name offhand, but I have her on my friends list. Well, that's about all I had had to write in. I spend too much time raiding now to be on my Tauren Hunter. I guess I'll go now before I ramble on too much. Take care, the King Viper. P.S. My Tauren gives Big V a friendly move. Well, let me give your Tauren a move back. Moo. Moo. <laughs> Moo. Thank you. I'm glad to hear you're, uh, you're making friends. You're making friends. <laughs> yeah. And thanks for the moo because, you know, I haven't mooed a lot in this episode. And, you know, it's I was wondering what was missing. And well, that's it, really. That was it. The moos are missing. Yeah. But thank you for sending that in. And, hey, I'd love to see uh, you swing by on a death night. Won't you be surprised when we're all death knights, too? <laughs> yeah. I see by your outfit that you are a death knight. I see by your outfit that you are a death knight, too. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and if you and if you, and if uh, anybody can tell me who actually uh, performed that song, you will uh, get major kudos. Thank you for sending that in. We have an email from Tethys of the Kalistraz server, who says hi, Auntie Ed and Big V. Greetings from Finland. I realize that I have been listening to your podcast for about six months, and I've never actually gotten around to writing you any feedback. Not even when Big V dinged 70. Bad, bad listener. But better late than never, eh? Not only do I play Alliance, but I am a level 46 Night Elf Rogue. Taking my cue from Big V in early episodes, I am a bit of an eternal noob myself. I still haven't figured out how to PvP or do raids, and I don't play all that often, but I'm limping onward. I tune in every week and laugh myself silly at you putting down the Alliance. I guess I'm a bit of a racist myself because I can't stand humans, and I can barely bear looking at gnomes, so listening to you mock them gives me some sort of twisted pleasure. I especially enjoy you complaining over all the ways Blizzard favors the Alliance. Whether it's because of malicious glee or agreement, I can't say. In either case, Anti-Ed's Draenei vs. Blood Elf Hunter experiment in episode 19 was really fun. I've tried a Draenei myself, and I have to say, the sheer coolness of their kindergarten quests puts the rest of the Alliance to shame, even if the cheering chickens were a bit over the top. Well, all the best to you, and I hope you keep doing the show for a long, long time. You make the horde seem awfully appealing. And that is Tethys. From the Kelestras server. The server name I can't say. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and let me just give a general shout out here. I know there are people who are writing in that English is not their first language. I gotta say, the stuff that y'all send in is amazing. Absolutely. I mean, that is just... Hey, fantastic. So thanks for writing in and thanks for just being interesting folks. You guys rock. You guys do. You're totally cool. Thank you very much. And that brings us to the end of another episode of For the Horde Radio. If you would like to send us in an email, please do. Our email address is fthradio at gmail.com or to Big V at biggestv at gmail.com our undead zog of xp at n underscore p-r-o-u-t-n at hotmail.com 
Of course, our call-in line is 206-888-3130. And check out our website for cool links and stuff that we think is just neat at www.forthehorderadio.com. We thank you very much for downloading and listening to this episode, and we will return in another three weeks for an exciting, thrall-kicking, fire-flinging, panties episode of Come, let us pod. Bullet later, pod, pod. We pod, we pod. We what pod. <laughs> How much for the little girl? Uh. I was in the middle. Oh no, sorry, lost my place here. Uh, yes, we can. We we can talk about nothing for hours. Hours <laughs> and hours and hours. So. So make with the funny. Make with baby. the funny right now. God damn it. <laughs> I had something that I was going to say, and then I forgot. Shit. I haven't had a single moo going down this whole show yet. Really? I haven't mooed yet? I don't think you've mooed. No, not once. Wow. Well, let me take care of that. Moo! Moo. And then we have the... Moo! <laughs> like your your portfolio. And we have the, the drama moo. Moo? And we have the Clark Gable moo. Move, <laughs> I dear. Uh, give me two seconds here. More elevator music. More whale song here. <laughs> yeah. Jeopardy, Jeopardy. Put on Jeopardy. Here we go. <laughs> now it is time for... <laughs> it's like you're, senior, like you're doing senior winces or something, you know? <laughs> Sarait, sarait. Yeah, sarait. Sarait. Okay. Anyway, okay. That's pretty good. Okay. And thank you for playing. Who the hell is this? I'll tell you, I just like saying that. Uh, (laughs) It's fun that you're the one who says it. It's great. (gasps) Because I get so, you know, you can just tell. I'm getting so much joy.